Welcome to Jesus Dates. I was doing everything I could. Like, I was going to work another job. I was going to do this. I was going to do that. And then I came to the end of myself, and I was like, I'm done, God. I can't do it. And I prayed in my room that night, and I said to God, like, I got on my knees on my bed, and I just said, God, I've done everything I can do. You need to do something. This is a podcast where we hear real stories of how God is moving in the lives of very real people. Whether he's led them to a mountaintop experience or a long walk through a valley, we get to hear all about it right here on Jesus Dates. Do you want me to give like an intro? Like, hi, I'm Kyle Smith. Yeah, go for it. So my name is Kyle Smith, and I was born in a town called Spring Valley, Illinois. It's like in the middle of absolutely nowhere. But I was born there, and my mom had me when she was 17. Oh, wow. Yeah, and when she had me, um, my dad actually like went straight to jail for selling oh drugs and sawed-off shotguns. So it was, So when you were born, this happened? Yeah, so like the story goes that my mom had me, my dad visited me in the hospital, and then was like, peace, like <laughs> going to jail. Wow. Yeah, and then um, we lived in Illinois for like three years, and when I was three years old, my mom decided, I want to raise my kid right, I want him to be a Christian, and I want to change my life. Okay. So she decided to move us to Andrews University in Michigan, which is an Adventist university. Okay. And then she actually married a Muslim like a year and a half later. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it was like, it was really cool to grow up in a house with that. So you were, so you were raised with your, an Adventist mom and a Muslim Stepdad for like till I was like um, in fifth grade. Okay. So we moved to St. Louis from there when I was six. Six years comes around and decide to move to St. Louis because he got a job. And so this whole time you've been raised, was it like a good situation between them? Yeah, it was really good between them. Um, it was kind of funny because like my family is all Italian and like Roman Catholic. My mom becomes Adventist through my grandpa. And my grandma converts, and then my mom marries a Muslim. So there's, like, a lot of faiths going (laughs) on in our family. Okay. So So are they still married? No. So what actually happened is when I graduated from eighth grade, um, he he was kind of getting abusive and really, like, just getting forceful with my mom. He had some personal battles that he was going through. He would just go MIA for, like, a week at a time. So they actually ended up getting a divorce. Okay. Yeah, and when I was in fifth grade, it was like three days before my mom like was preparing for my graduation from fifth grade. Like, oh, elementary school. <laughs> yeah. And she comes in my room and she's like, "Hey, uh, the day after you graduate fifth grade, we're leaving." So we just like dipped. Like he went to work. U-Haul comes. We load the U-Haul and like we're gone. By and you one. just peace out. We just peace out. But we had nowhere to go, so we put everything in a storage unit and, like, slept in people's basements for, like, a month or two months. Whoa! So it was kind of wild. Wow. So did you ever meet your uh, your biological father? Yeah, so fifth grade, we move. My mom and I get a house because my Aunt Cecilia died and left us $10,000, like, right at the same time. Okay. So my mom was like, man, really sad that she's dead, but God blessed us with this cash money. Yeah. So we ended up moving into a house, lived there for sixth and seventh grade. And then we like got evicted at seventh grade because my mom's home business like fell. So we were homeless again, living on couches and things like that. 
And after eighth grade, we decided we were going to just move back to Illinois. While we were there, living with my grandparents, Sunnydale Academy called me. Um, What's that? That's an academy in um, Centralia, Missouri, and it's an Adventist boarding school. Okay. Yeah, so it, it was kind of a weird thing for me to even think about going there. To a boarding school. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Because, like, I was a city boy, so I was, like, not into that lifestyle. Yeah. So I I ended up just praying, like, okay, God, we're homeless and have no money, so I can't go there. And the school's VP called me and was like, hey, someone has just paid your first year, so you're... To go to a boarding school. Yeah, to go to boarding school. And it wasn't boarding school like I had done bad things, so I'm going to boarding school. Yeah. It was like a college prep. Like, hey, this is a great place, spiritual revival. So I just like was like, okay, I guess I'm going because the Lord made a way. Yeah. My mom drove me to Sunnydale, and I went to this place that actually became like a really good place for me because I had never met my dad. The only man who was in my life was this stepdad who was abusive and I got to live in a dorm with you know deans and other guys wow yeah so it was a great influence it it was really great sophomore year I meet my dad okay how yeah Yeah, so what happened I'm sitting in the living room of my house I'm on this thing called home leave home leaves are this like every other month in academy you would get like four days to go home Okay. And it was called home leave. So everyone's like, what are you doing for home leave? Like trying to be cool. Yeah. I'm going to go sit at the mall all day, (laughs) you know, because you get what I'm saying. (laughs) So I go home for home leave. And the first night of home leave, I get this like message on Facebook. Facebook was like kind of not that hot yet, but I get this message and it's like, my name is Jamie and I'm your father and I've always loved you. And I was like, what? No way. Yeah. Were you excited? I was excited. My mom was shook. Like, she was not about this. Really? She was like, it wasn't that she was angry that I was going to know my dad. She was just like, dang, he's just going to roll up on Facebook like yeah. that, you know? <laughs> wow. Like, dude has been gone for 16 years and he's going to send you a message. So, did you, were you excited? Did you want to meet him or were yeah. you like, I'm angry at you, don't talk to me? I wasn't angry. And I know, like, everyone says this, but I've always kind of taken the route. That, like, Christ forgave me a lot and has forgiven me a lot so, like, I could forgive him. I know everyone loves to say that, but I've really tried to live by that. Um, there's still things that hurt me. and But you just, you know, we both have to give each other grace, my dad and I. So what happened then? Did you, did you like, message him back and you're like, hey, I'll meet you at Starbucks? <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, saw, dude. No, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, hey, uh, I'm your son. Like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. So it was really weird. But then he came to St. Louis like that weekend. And like he had told me like, you have siblings and you have a stepmom and you're going to meet all of them. So they all show up and I just hung out with them for the weekend. So you guys still talk? Yeah. So we talk. So sophomore year happens and, and then there was a little falling out that summer between sophomore and junior year. Junior year goes by, senior year goes by. And uh, I'm not talking to my dad at the time. But I really felt God kind of calling me to ministry. I was going to Sunnydale, and my junior year, they asked me to be the chaplain of the school, like the the student chaplain. Oh, which, okay. If you're the chaplain, you kind of are in charge of planning out worships, and um, there's a thing called Vespers that Adventists like to do, where like every Friday night, we all come together and praise Jesus. Okay. I think that was kind of the, the spot where I was like, whoa, I think God's doing something. 
So you got to a place where you fell in love with ministry. What happens next? Like, what's one story that you can share with us that where you absolutely knew where God took you from here and you saw him working in your life? So, yeah, it was probably when my senior year I went to India. Of high school? Of high school. Okay. So, like, I had been called to do the chaplain thing, was doing that, and then God started tugging on my heart and said, hey, it's time to go to India for a mission trip because Sunnydale always did these mission trips. And I was like, God, I've never done that, and I'm not trying to lose my life out there. <laughs> yeah. Because we were going to, like, a really remote island in the yeah. Sunderbins called, like, G-Plot. Like, it doesn't even have a name. And so I put God to the test, and I was like, okay, if you want me to do ministry, then let me have, like, at least a baptism, like, so I can see that I can, like, help people. Oh, so you asked, like, for to have a baptism before you went. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was kind of like, God... I kind of gave him two stipulations. I was like, help me live. Because they told us, they're like, you could die here, like legitimately. Oh, um, wow. So they're, just, they're not messing around. No, Sunnydale's not messing around. It's kind of cool. Wow. So they were like, you could die there. So be ready. And then they were also like, hey, God wants to use you. And I was like, God, if you want me to be a pastor, use me here. So go to India. God really blessed. Like I had an amazing time. And God really came through like, I hate to talk about it because it feels like it's bragging, but there was like 118 people baptized at my site. Wow. And, and you had asked for one? Yeah. I just like asked for a baptism. So God oh. showed out and, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Like in people get really caught up on numbers. And yeah. so to me, like, I don't like to talk about that, but I only talk about it cause it was like a direct answer to my prayer. Yeah. And so were you super lit? <laughs> I was super fearful. I was like, all right, Lord, I'm a minister. <laughs> like <laughs> your boy has stripes. <laughs> so, so after um, that, were you like, all right, I guess I'm going to go into ministry. Yeah. So this kind of like comes into where I really saw God working in my life. So I, I finish up at Sunnydale that year and I decide like I'm going to go to Union College in Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. The, okay. The cornfields. I love it. And I was going to go there and I was going to study theology, uh, which is the degree you get to be a pastor. Okay. And the only problem was I was still broke. So I was there, like graduated from Sunnydale and I was going to Bible work. And Bible working is where you like go door to door and just ask people if they want to study the Bible with you. That it, sounds exciting. It's kind of the realest job ever. Is it super scary? It's scary because people always think you're like from another religion and want to kill you. And then like <laughs> dogs come chasing after you. And it's it's kind of scary too because you're just going up to people's houses. And I was placed in like a really rough neighborhood in St. Louis to Bible work. Being but this like, is how you're going to make money to go to right. Union College. I was getting paid like $4,000 and the school would match the money okay. with like 2000 But the problem was I was still like going to be 12000 short. Yeah. So I start the summer and I pray for a car and I call this guy and I'm like, hey, Walt, I need a car. Um, I need a cheap car. Do you have any? He says, I don't sell cheap cars, just inexpensive ones and hangs up on me. And I was like, well, I'm not Bible working. I don't have a vehicle. And um, So what did you do? Did you just like, well, I just got roasted. Yeah, I was like, uh, I'm a punk. <laughs> <laughs> so I call him back like two weeks later and I'm like, hey, Walt, so here's the thing. I need an inexpensive car. I know you said you have inexpensive. Did he know it was you calling he back? He knew it was me again. Oh, okay. He's like, you're a dusty dude. <laughs> so he was like, all right, I'll find you something. Because he's like in the car business, goes and rebuilds cars 
from auctions. And um, I actually found a car that my friend family was selling. It was a 2000 um, Volkswagen Jetta, and they just wanted 500 Ooh. bucks. Okay, so... Or a Golf, not a Jetta. Um, it's basically a Jetta with a hatchback. They're both great cars. They're both dope. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to be styling. Yeah, and, and Baba working. Right, but the problem was it had like a terrible transmission. Okay, it only well, went, that's a problem. Yeah, it only went to like third gear. So I call him and he's like, bring the car to me. I'll fix it for free. And I'm like, praise the Lord. So I drove it from St. Louis all the way to Centralia, Missouri, where he lived, which is like a two and a half hour drive in third gear, like 5,000 RPM. Did you have your hazards on the whole time? (laughs) Yes. It was really embarrassing. So I go there. He fixes my car. I buy work for the summer and the money just wasn't coming in. So I was like, huh? I was getting the money for Bible working, but like I had no other way to make that 12,000. So fast forward a little bit. It's like midsummer. I wake up one day. I decide to go enroll at community college. I'm just done. Like I'm giving up. Cause did you think at this point you were like, well, there's no way I can make it. There was no way. Like I was, and this is where it was God because I was doing everything I could. Like I was going to yeah. work another job. I was going to do this. I was going to do that. And then I came to the end of myself and I was like, I'm done, God. I can't Mm -hmm. do it. And I prayed in my room that night and I said to God, like I got on my knees on my bed and I just said, God, I've done everything I can do. You need to do something. Oh, okay. So I kind of put him to the test again. But but what you're saying is you're doing everything. It's not like you're just sitting back and be like, I wasn't just like chilling. Magic. The next day I wake up and my car oil was all over the driveway. And I was like, dang. From your golf? From my golf. So I was like, my life is busted. My college is busted. And now my car is busted. No. So I was, I was like, I call Walt again. I'm like, Walt, I don't know what to do. He's like, go buy a case of oil. Stop every 30 minutes and fill it back up and just get to my house and I'll fix it. So that's what I did. Okay. So did you still have hope? And it's like, well, at least maybe my car will I was like, my work. car will live, but my life is still trife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I do that. I'm driving there, stopping every 30 minutes, filling it up with oil. Get to his house. We fix the car. It was just a cracked oil pan. So not a big deal, but I'm dramatic. So it felt like the end of the world. Yeah. And he finally like asks me at the end of the day again, because he had asked me before what I was doing. And I said, Bible working. And this time I said, well, you know what I want to do? I want to be a pastor. And I said, I'm just, I'm going to community college. And he said, well, how are you going to be a pastor if you go to community college? And I was like, I'm 12,000 short. And he kind of looked at his wife and like did the numbers in his head. And he was like, it's paid. You're going to union. <gasps> Shut up. Yeah. I was he like, just... I was like, I see you, Lord. <laughs> like, So what, what did you do? Were you just, did you start crying? Did you hug him? Did you I was him? shook. Like. I was just like, I don't know what to do for you. Like, thank you so much. And I still say this to him today. Like, I don't know how to ever thank you. And they just say, just follow the Lord. That's all they wow. say to me. If we dabbed back then, I probably would have dabbed. I was just like, <laughs> this is the realest thing ever. I'm going to union. I'm going to be a pastor. Was Jesus just so real for you right then? He was, was like, like, he was like in the car with me. That's awesome. I was like, I was like high-fiving the Lord. It's like that morning, not going to college, not being a pastor, don't have a good car. That night, I'm driving down the highway in my car. It's fixed, and I'm going to college, and I'm going to be a pastor. So I was like, Jesus, I see you. Did you get your theology degree? Yeah, so I went to Union, 
and freshman year rolls around and I'm kind of like, all right, this dude paid this year. What's going to happen? Oh yeah. Um, and I just called him. I said, Walt, you know, freshman year is over. It's going great. I passed Greek. Praise the Lord. Okay. He made it. And, uh, he said, I'm going to teach you how to fish. And so he taught me how to sell cars. And so meaning like, I'm going to teach you a skill. Yeah. He taught me a skill and he taught me car selling. So he said, go on Craigslist, put your car up right now. And I was like, my golf, you know, like the (laughs) car that the Lord provided. Yeah. And he's like, the Lord will provide again. And I was like, all right, dang. So I list the golf. It sells in like a day. I go to his house. He has an even better car for me. And it just was like this continual thing where all the rest of college, he just kept providing cars and and then you just kept selling them so you yeah. would be the one that goes i would drive five them. hours to his house pick up the car and sell it and it was really cool just to see like it was really god affirming me in my call to ministry every time i'd sell a car so like and him and his wife were just like they were almost like i think there was one point where they were like this kid sells too many cars like because really? i was i like when you take the skill finder thing it says that I'm either a used car salesman or clergy. Wow. Yeah. And that's so funny. Is the, that like hand in hand? Because you got to sell that gospel. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So they were just like, you sell cars quicker than anyone we know. And wow. I was like, it's the Lord. So it was cool to see God just like affirm my ministry every single time. Just over and over again. Over and sell over. Those cars. Yeah. And so I graduated from college and in 2016. And I uh, was called to, when you're a pastor, you use these terms like, I was cold. Uh, But I was like, I was really afraid of being like a solo pastor or a lead pastor. I wanted to work with youth or young adults. And God called me to an awesome church in the Kansas City area called New Haven. And that's where I'm currently pastoring. How does that story, looking back on it, like help you looking forward Hmm. into where you're at right now and and where you're going yeah it's kind of an interesting season for me yeah trying to figure out his full plan and what he wants to do with me for the next 10 years or the next 15 years or the next year you know just see what he's trying to do and i don't know right now what he's trying to do i'm really happy where i am and i think the one thing i'm learning is that we as people kind of want control And there's that old saying, one day at a time, sweet Jesus. And it's like, that's factual. Like, it is literally one day at a time. I'm kind of living in the results of everything that he's done. And Mm. I'm enjoying the work that he has done, building me up to this point. But he's also doing a ton of stuff right now. And I think I'm, I'm learning how to maneuver through everything he's doing with me now by keeping my eyes focused straight ahead on him, but also glancing in the rear view and kind of just remembering he had you then, he has you now, he'll have you tomorrow. And I think that's something all of us can learn from. If you'd like to share your story of how God is working in your life, leave us a message on our Jesus Days voicemail number 218 656 0540 or send us a message on our Instagram page at The Current Ministry. This podcast is brought to you by The Current Ministry, music by Azrael Post, and this is your host, Molly Duper, thanking you for joining us. And until next time, grab a friend, a cup of joe, and go have your very own Jesus date.
I had like been trying and trying and trying to date her. And she was just like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. And I remember I asked her on a date and like, she stood me up and I ended up walking to Casey's gas station and buying this hot dog. And it was so old that like they gave it to me for free. Cause they're like, we were about to throw that away. You can have it. So all you have is a sad little hot dog. Yeah. So she stands me up and I'm eating this sad little hot dog. (laughs) Oh no. But by by October, like my wit and my charm and my handsomeness, I'm just playing. You didn't laugh, so <laughs> I had to clarify <laughs> that. But no, like by October, she was like feeling it, and we started dating October 14th, my freshman wow. year at Union, and dated all the way through, and got married on July 26th, 2016. I think you got married on June 26th. June, dang. You're close. I was close. And now it's a happily ever after. Now it's a happily ever after. Oh, that's right. That's good. 